It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, we hear it every day. The country's just too polarized, just too divided. Whether that's over our politics, whether it's over race or religion, the latest television program or movie or what we have for dinner, uh, seems that we're screaming at each other over everything on social media. Many have said, well, it's time for a national divorce. We need to break up the country or worse, have a civil war over over it all. But is that really the case? Or is all that screaming online just drowning out the peaceful way we regularly interact with our neighbors, with our friends, with our family, and even those that we disagree with every day? I have long said that far more than we are on the verge of a civil war in this country, I actually think we're on the verge of a civil debate. If we'll just get to it, if we'll just move all of the misinformation and disinformation to the side, if we'll put all the partisan rancor and demonizing of those we disagree with to the side, the vast majority of Americans, the vast majority, are not that divided on a wide range of issues. In fact, if you look at in-depth studies, most Democrats and most Republicans, most, live very similar lives in terms of family, children, school, work, volunteering in the community. There's far more similarities than there are differences. And yet we allow the angry, the loud, the shouting, uh, those that are perpetually in front of us uh, on so many media platforms, that we allow them to define our reality when the reality is, is that's not our reality. And so where are we really? It feels, it feels, and that's the, the comments that I get from people around the country. It feels like we're so divided and it does feel that way. And the reason it feels that way is because there are some people who are making a lot of money and doing very well and amassing political power because of that feeling of division. A really interesting article in The Guardian. Uh, It's called No America is Not on the Brink of a Civil War. Uh, Musa Algarbi, who's a fellow in sociology at Columbia University in New York, uh, wrote a very powerful piece and and talks through all of the things that uh, many people have been wringing their hands about uh, over the last several years. Uh, Most of them, you know, big predictions about this post-truth era, that everybody is bought into it, that we're just way past it, uh, that all these predictions uh, that, you know, we've just we are unhinged, uh, whether you're a member of the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, uh, somehow you are unhinged. And the only thing you think that will solve it is a civil war. And fortunately for for all of us, um, most of the things are just so overblown. Uh, that we really shouldn't even give it any notice or any attention. And so what we have to do is we have to start 
looking differently as to why. Why do we keep coming up with these numbers and this polling that tells us that we are so, so, so divided? Uh, Part of that is the way polling is being done. And uh, we have to remember that uh, political polls and media polls uh, are not necessarily the way to get to actually the polls (laughs) that reflect the real truth about what the American people are thinking. So often the way the questions are framed uh, distorts what the real outcome is or the real answer is or uh, create such a distraction uh, that we often don't get down to the truth. And we all have to be responsible for the truth, by the way. And I think that's where we actually have a lot in common. And when people recognize that and see that uh, if we're not asking the right question the right way, you're not likely to actually understand what is real for most Americans. Uh, In fact, it's been an interesting trend. There are actually people now who do nothing but troll uh, polling organizations and try to become part of all of these polling surveys because they love to push the extremes and see how that influences the poll. The poll then gets reported, and then there's how the reporting of the poll gets done by members of the media and political campaigns. So the thing we have to be careful of, I mean, we we can't be surprised, of course, that uh, misinformation out there uh, is a big deal. It is a problem. But contrary to a lot of the narratives out there, and this was a piece from The Guardian, uh, that uh, Americans are actually not very far apart in terms of empirical facts. So the, the real facts. The Guardian went on to state that we do not live in separate realities. Instead, people begin to polarize on their public positions on factual matters only after those issues have become politicized. Even then, polarized answers on polls and surveys and focus groups often fail to reflect the participants' genuine views. So that's an interesting thing. Uh, In fact, they said that when respondents are provided with incentives to answer questions accurately, in other words, uh, really focusing on what the right thing is as opposed to engaging in partisan cheerleading for one side or the other. Uh, So if you take that out of the equation and create an incentive for people to be really honest in those surveys, Democrats and Republicans on factual matters, empirical evidence uh, are just not that far apart. And in many cases, they're on the same page. Now, another thing that we have to to watch out for in this, again, creating this perception that we are so divided on the verge of civil war, is that you have to recognize that many of the things uh, that we squabble about on social media are things that are passed along which are never read. I can't tell you how many times I have had people send me an article or a link to something that the only thing that they read before sharing it or forwarding it to me was the headline. And because the headline validated their point of view or their fear of the opposing point of view or the other political party, they pass it along as, see, see, they're wrong. Uh, That's a we the people problem. Because when we get past that and if people actually read the article before posting it or sharing it or liking it, uh, we get very different results. And we find that the American people are not that far apart. 
And we just have to remember, we have to remember that those in power, those who have power, money, and influence benefit most by the people believing they are too divided. Thugs and bad guys and dictators have used this for millennia. Convince the people that they're too divided. Because if they're too divided, guess what they need? They need a dictator. They need a ruler. And so those in power, both sides of the political aisle, are all too happy for you to believe that as a country we are just too divided to deal with health care, that we're too divided to deal with what's going on at the border and immigration, that we're too divided to deal with tax reform, to to deal with pandemics and a host of other things. And I'm here to tell you, folks, it is not true. We are not that divided. Do we have differences on some things? Of course they, of course we do. Uh, it wouldn't be America if we were. And so having different opinions is fine. It's good. But don't buy into this idea that America is so divided that it can't do anything. That gives Congress an excuse to do nothing. It gives presidents of either party the ability to do what they want by executive order. And it is bad for the American people. So it's up to us to step up. So we are not on the verge of civil war. I think we're on the verge of a civil debate. We're going to continue it here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Hour number two coming up on Inside Sources. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.